You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Oh, I've been on this uh, radio networks and networks that some created and I created myself. That's uh, that's about 55 years, I think, I've been on the radio. I've come a long way in helping you to understand my audience, such as I have. And more. I have more now these days for reasons I can't explain right now. But I'm happy to share with you some very simple things. For example, instead of sitting here and giving you some stories and explaining things which are, are too complicated, very simple but too complicated for many, I would like to start with the beginning of all suffering. In other words, there's got to be a beginning of illness, just like there has to be a beginning of you, a beginning of everything. And I won't go, but I've written a, a, a book on that, but actually one page that covers the whole thing. In, in the beginning, there was a void and darkness on the face of the deep kind of thing. But if you stand on, for example, if you stand on the moon and you see some, uh, some device and it's very beautiful and you say to yourself, something made this. It couldn't make itself, could it? But he, the person who's standing on the, on the moon saying that, looking at this beautiful thing or whatever it is that's obviously created by an in, 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 intelligent people, he doesn't realize he's standing on the moon and something had to make that too. And if you go all the way back to Paradise Lost, go all the way back, all the way back, beyond, beyond till there was nothing, There was darkness on the face of the deep, right? And so there was nothing. Nothing can't make something. So something intuitive created everything for us to understand and appreciate. I want to start with you on the subject of of um, your the way you react stress, emotion. And the word emotion and stress, those two, emotion is a pushing force with intelligent design to enter into you and take up its, its home in you. That is what's wrong with you. Stress from another person, and it goes all the way back to the beginning of paradise that got lost. But through one man's sin and death through sin spread the human race. And that comes through the generations and it comes through the generations not being, with people not being aware that they're not, not true to themselves or to the him who created you from the very beginning, from Adam and Eve until all the way to this present day where we have the ability to understand in great simplicity 
and with scientific knowledge, in a sense, that there is a creator, and he's within you, and I'm going to be talking about what emotion is. Emotion is dangerous. That's I'm going to leave that with you, because not everybody hears me in this five minutes of the program. So I'm just going to tease you a little bit for you to hold on so I can explain to you how emotion is a lie and how that you use emotion, people will use your emotion to intimidate you and to imprint you with what came through them and now from then into you and then into your children and them into the future, it never stops. And if you look at the uni- everybody in, out in the universe, not in the universe, but in the whole world, whole world, there's, there's the same principle at work. Some is worse than others. Some are better than others. Some are closer to the real reality. And if there's any place you can find reality, it's America. I can speak. Thank God, even if you don't like it, you can go to hell. Okay? I'll be back in a minute. of human understanding teaches an observation exercise, often called meditation, which permits you to become objective toward your problems and allows your heartaches, bad habits, fears, and anxieties to be completely eliminated from your life without effort on your part. Until you have begun to practice this exercise, much of what you see and hear on the following program may be shocking and upsetting to you. But if you will listen calmly and with an open mind, you may discover the key to the peace of mind and joy for which you've been searching all of your life. And now from the foundation of human understanding, here is Roy Masters. Yes. Good evening, good morning, wherever you are. I'm Roy Masters, and I am going to talk to you, if you will please allow me, to express myself to you in a way that is unbecoming. I'm going to say, I will say it now, the beginning of your suffering is your parents, and then your teachers, and then go on from there. And you have emotions, and you are convinced almost unconsciously convinced that emotion is makes you human, correct? Lie. The biggest lie that was ever told from one person to another ever since paradise was lost, nothing but lies. And anybody who has truth in those days, we can look back and see how they get tortured by those who are evil and how evil always rises to the occasion. 
in the lack of our understanding of what I'm about to speak about, see? And so, there is two energies with respect to human beings. There are no two energies with a monkey. The monkey is possibly, according to scientists, uh, somewhat like us, but they have missing, something missing, like the, like the scribes and Pharisees. And Jesus says, you see, but you do not perceive. You hear, and you do, us, do not understand. What he's saying is two different languages, and you need both. One you need to see, and the other one is to perceive what you see. And that is a gift that no monkey can have. It can do all kinds of tricks, but it can't build a building, can't do anything. It could just go, and then you have sex, and that's about it. And they jump around and eat and die and multiply, etc., etc., etc. But you are not that way. You're that way if you are subject to the, the world you live in. And you were born into the world your parents lived in, all the way back to Paradise Lost, whereby God says, because you've done this thing, so shall a man leave his mother and father and become one flesh, which is upside down. Upside down. In other words, the dark side that spoke through Eve in, in, in seduces Adam, and he makes an excuse and blames her. See? And so that is a terrible thing and according to the story, which is kind of innocent in a sense, he's walking in the gardens. God, God doesn't have to walk in the garden, but the point is, it makes a point. And he, he observes that he's making an excuse. Did you do this, Adam? Did you, did you do this? Did you eat of the fruit? Well, um, he made an excuse. Eve made me do it. Everything is upside down, out of the garden, out of happiness, out of the perfect life. And he's saying, you could have had eternal life right now, knowing full well God in, in his wisdom. You know that one of these days he's going to bring those two back because it's necessary to have upside down translation to, through the generations and all the suffering and misery comes from upside-down thinking, and thinking it's the right way up. And that thing is now emotion, and, and it's true. Women, now I'm not saying anything bad about women, do not understand, misunderstand me, but there's an order, and the order needs to be recovered. The order needs to be recovered in the sense it is God, and then if you believe in Jesus, which I do, and I will talk about that in a minute in a way you've never heard of it before. And so the intuitive aspect of a man born of woman, how else could he be? How could he be not be born of a woman? But it emphasizes 
man born of woman, it sounds silly, but it's true. A man born of woman is subject to the woman, minus the father, minus the husband, because he's lost his way to the woman, and the woman to the dark side of the force, and women suffer. They want a man like a Jesus, but we don't have men like Jesus. We have angry men, needy men, hateful men, appeasing men, but we don't have a real man, and this is frustration to this beautiful women that want, are looking for love. See, and they, and so they, they have no no possible way of respond resolving their problems until they lovingly seek a someone that loves the hell out of them, rather than loving the hell in them and pulling it up through sex etc., etc., and looking to you as a woman for salvation, which is upside down. And that's what men do. They look to women for a sense of worth that is worthless, and the women have to suffer from that because they know better, but they understand better, but they can't find the words for it. And you marry a man, ladies, and you don't realize, you think, well, he's the right man, but he's not a man. He just wants something from you. It's not good for you to give. And somehow you know it. Isn't that right, ladies? All right. 800-866-8883. Now, now let me come back to what I was saying before. This is just a little prelude, okay? And so, what is emotion? It is the default. It rises as a default of not being attached to God. To, uh, having been separated from God means the, the forces in the world, the dark side of the forces, are coming through the ladies. And the men, a man born of woman, you see now you've got the word born of woman, but he's not born of God yet. And Jesus was the person who was born of God. And, and so this is is a, a working up to a point I'm trying to make. Emotion is for animals to run and fight. And that's what happens with you. When you are emotional and you allow yourself to be emoted or demoted, see, and motivated and be upset, then it, it, it imprints you with what they have come. And you will do the same thing to your children, and the men will always come back to the women to look for redemption, which is just bus backwards, upside down. And so it's emotions, it's a feeling. Every man wants a feeling and expects a woman to give her that feeling, or all it does is degrade her. She, she thinks in the beginning it's love, but then she realizes through the pain that it's not love. It is something he wants and something she shouldn't give, but he's in his weakness. He's born of woman, and therefore he has to go back to the woman for like going back to the dope, dope pusher. The first time you have dope is, is forever. And so you go back to the dope pusher, and he loves you. He gives you and makes you feel better than you deserve. 
It's you turn to your women that way, and no wonder they're suffering. And there's dark forces in politics that's making it happen that way. Look around you, you can see, especially in the Obama world. He loved the perversion. He emboldened the worst in human beings. Emboldened them like Hitler in a different way. See, Obama was a sissy. He's part man and part woman, but more woman than man. Seductive liar, see. And so, the, but plenty of people are, are demoralized that way. They have anxieties because they need redemption. They need to have something opposite, antidote, and in a manner of speaking. What you need is an antidote for stress. And Jesus has supplied it if you learn to be still and find him. 800-866-8883. Now let me show you what happens. Let me start not with people, but just with a principle, a simple, simple principle. Now, I want you to consider the word resentment. What does resentment mean to you? What does being upset mean to you? Okay? What is it? What is it? It's a feeling, isn't it? Okay. Well, hold on right there. I will share it with you. If you would like to call me about this, I would love for you to call. Because if I can persuade you to, to overcome or to be overcome by love, it's a, a Judeo-Christian principle to be overcome by true love. So you don't have any emotions to infect another person. We'll be right back. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. So I'm talking about a titsy-witsy little nothing, a tiny little thing that you can't see, you can't sm smell it, or maybe you can smell it when it, the person themselves smell, but there's a certain evil in any, every emotion, where the emotion is what you think of as love, or, obviously, what is cruel and mean and dishonest. You understand that. But you do not, not know how the energy of a person, the cruelty of a person, gets inside your head and multiplies there. What is it that's multiplying? It is the, 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 it is the extension of paradise lost. Every man that was born of woman, you know how the Bible speaks about that? Man born of woman, then you scratch your silly little head and you say to yourself, what the hell does that mean? A man has to be born from a woman. Yes, we understand that, but there's another kind of aspect to it. There's another aspect completely only to man and not monkeys. Because what, what is called resentment, anger, getting upset, is an energy field from a person who was supposed to love you but didn't know what love was themselves 
and they're standing in their own parents' shoes as you are standing in your parents' shoes. And it's the same in every country of the world with varying, varying degrees of wickedness. And the, the, most, the most beautiful place, which still has wickedness in it, is America. Slowly but surely, we, are, we began to become licentious. I think that's the word, licentious. Uh, maybe I've got it imperfect, but you know what I mean. So you, you will come into the world, and then the world comes into you. Can't help it. Because the world is in your mother, and the world is in your grandmother, and the world is in your great-great-grandmother. But no fault of hers to the lack of a man. But when a man comes out of a woman, the woman has the control over him. She doesn't even know it. So when she's loving that child, she's spoiling it. And if she doesn't love the child and it's, and because she hates the husband, then the child also suffers. Can't stop it. There's no way. You have to become perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. Then you will say, well, nobody can be perfect. But Jesus was. And I say that he has, he has, he still is, he still exists, not in the same way. But he was an ordinary human being that had, didn't have a earthy father. The earthy father was Adam, wasn't it? He became earthy. And so the earthy father is subject to the woman and has no authority over her that he should have. And he doesn't understand that. He wants something from the woman to feel better, and feeling better is emotion. And then anger comes out of that, comes anger. With motion, the more you give him, the more he wants. He becomes addicted to feeling better than he deserves to feel. See? And so, ladies, ladies, please understand, your husband is a fruitcake, and he doesn't know any better. Please understand, understand him. I am a man, see, but I'm not quite the same man as your man. I have something different. I have no emotions. Now, I have an antidote to emotion. So, should I die, whatever it is, I will have to go through exactly what Jesus went, goes, goes through. You, you understand that? He felt suffering and pain and terror. I'm not terror because he's not afraid, but the pain and agony and the taunting of the horrible things he had to go through, he never hated the hurter. And he, it's so important it was, in that state of mind, is to cry out, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Yes, he said, actually the people are tor tormenting him, not knowing what they're doing down the bottom of the ladder. Down the bottom of the ladder of the Roman Empire. See? And so, I go through my trials and tribulations, and I've learned how to deal with my wife, which has taken 64, 65 years. And I, it's just a remarkable trip. And I, there's some things that I'm going to be saying about that in some time. There's something magical is happening here between me and here, her. I've waited a long time. And so, but even though I have what Jesus has to some degree, he had all of it. 
And he says, you can become perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. So what does it mean by having perfect? To be perfectly without. To be perfect is to be without any emotion. Now, now that seems silly because you have people who are hurt so badly and they bury themselves and, and, and not have any emotion. They bury it. And we don't want to feel the emotion, they bury it. And, but that's killing them just the same. And it's, so they, there's another kind, another way of overcoming this. And let me see if I can put it in simple words. When Jesus was here, he had something that most men born of women don't have. For which reason they're suffering. Because men are part men and part woman, subject to the woman from which he sprouted. All the way back. It was back to front. Jesus had a, was, didn't have the sperm of ordinary men. He had something else. It's very difficult to explain. But you need to understand the best I can explain it. In other words, he has an antidote to emotion. He does not need emotion. He knows how, in other words, he has a gift that neutralizes paradise lost emotional states that go from generation to generation and infect men. The women can't help but affect men because they want something from the men. They want love, but they get the wrong kind of love. They get the wrong kind of person. So the more she gives love is to is to embolden what's wrong with the man that came from a woman. See that? How frustrating that can be to a woman. How terribly frustrating. But men look to the women for reassurance. But but the, but if looking at the women for reassurance, she has to look all the way back to the dark side. You see? And that's what men are doing. Digging up the dark side of the woman when he should be loving the hell out of her, not loving the hell in her. And it's not her fault. The fault lies with men. And I'm here as a real man, in a sense, real because I have reality. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll give you another story. Jesus says, some very bad language to the scribes and Pharisees. He says, you see, but you do not perceive. And you hear, and you do not understand. Now, to perceive is magic. It's, to, a perception is, is the will of the Creator expressed in a human form. And so it has an antidote to stress from the very beginning and, and an appreciation by the woman who's looking for love that Jesus had, but it wasn't a sensual thing. It's a spiritual thing. And he, she had what men born of woman don't have or don't know they don't have or think that, that what their need for woman is love, and it's not. 
It is called to wickedness and cruelty and evil down, way down where it all came. Through the women, but through the fault of men. Do you understand? And there's no guilt for that for the women. Women are beautiful creatures, and they have to be loved in a special way. And unless you have what I'm just about to, to tell you, you'll have no love, no life, no happiness, no much no how much sex you get, how much food you eat, and how much pleasures you get, and everything else. All that will kill you because all it's all made of feelings. Feeling good and feeling bad. Feeling good, feeling bad. All wrong. Now you say, but now you say nothing. But nothing is not nothing. It's a no thing. You understand that? Nothing is not nothing. It's a no thing. It's not thoughts. You don't get thoughts. What you get is intuition. Intuition can't explain it. What you're looking for is what Jesus had. Let me say it, and maybe I'll uh, double up on the other side to explain how Jesus was able to heal people just by his presence. Don't go away. I am Roy Masters. Be right back. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1 800 866 8883. Hey, I have a call about the Trinity. I don't think I want to take the Trinity. I don't think it's necessary to discuss it to be honest with you. Uh, I just tell the gentleman or lady that it doesn't mean anything. It's, uh, Trinity is, uh, it just, you can talk about Trinity till, till you're blue in the face and it doesn't do you any good. Please, ladies and gentlemen, pay attention to what I'm saying. If there's a Trinity, fine. But tr if the Trinity doesn't give you freedom, if you... Uh, to become perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect, then you'll say, your preachers will say, what do you mean? Everything is in the Bible is, is the, the gospel truth, I believe that. Except one thing they say, become perfect as your Father is, be ye therefore perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. Now, that is where your preachers make terrible mistakes. It's... Becoming, become perfect. It's not be, it's become as an adjective, so to speak. As, not as an adjective, as a moving thing, a verb, a verbish sort of thing. It's very difficult to describe it. But a verbish means to wait for each moment so that you deal with it perfectly. But you can't deal with it perfectly you have to have a Jesus quality, meaning you have to deal when you come into this world and you suffer from it, from being, being uh, infected by the world, generationally pass from one generation to the other in various degrees of wickedness and, and decency. 
and you see all different versions of it, it's still the same thing. It only depends upon the intensity of the wickedness, the intensity of, of the pleasures of, of paradise lost, see. And so you don't want those two feelings. I can smile, I can laugh, but it's not real. I mean, when you, when you, you do it, the chances are you, somebody makes you laugh and you get, a, you get a feeling from it. I can actually enjoy a good joke without a feeling. It's just, it's just you can just laugh. It's funny. It doesn't, it's a, it, there's one way of, of, of um, losing it is, is to be entertained to make you laugh, to make you feel better than you deserve, see? And then to become dependent on that so people get rich. Entertainers, for example, get rich and become addicted to giving you and perhaps committing suicide. Many of them do because you're pulling from them and you're paying them to make you feel good. And the, and the better that person is, the more you want from him and to the point is reached where him or her is drinking and, and drugging. And you can see this in all of Hollywood and places like that. I'm going to share with you, and I'm going to continue my thought. Okay, be right back. Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Yes, Jesus didn't have any emotions like we do. Zero. He had love. And it, I will try to make it clear as best I can. His very presence has a authority to it. In, in politics, you have a similar thing backwards, whereby you're subject to the worst in human beings, loving the worst in human beings, see? Like Obama loved the worst, and they become addicted to his service. In other words, he's loving the hell into you, see, not out of you. And so... Let me just start this over again. Jesus had a intuition. They see, but do not perceive. There it is. What is perception? It is an awareness, a gift to you, and it it neutralizes. It neutralizes cannot allow anything to cause it to desert its maker. You see that? In other words, I think I've got a, a memory of this. I, I'll, I'll do my best to, to bring it forward. 
You, you can be in the world and not of it. And when you react, if you react, you tend to become subject to what causes you to react. You become subject. And so, when you become subject, you extend the life of what got into you to, to the next generation until it, it becomes, it multiplies. In other words, you, once you fall from grace, the minute you come into the world, and that's the place where at a certain point in childhood, you begin to see all around you by the light of by the light of intuition. Intuition. You see with eyes, but what you need is perception. You see, but do not perceive. In other words, you're educated from within. Intuitism. Intuitively. Intuition, intuition, not out tuition. It overcomes the out tuition controlled people, controllers, manipulators, you know, people in power. There it is right there. In other words, it neutralizes any attempt to take you away from where you are now coming from. Meaning, if you can hear what I'm saying about Jesus, for example, the, the way he was able to cure people was because he was subject to his creator right down to the very last second. And so... What he had was pure intuition. He's given to see what the person who is intellectual cannot see, only has a lot of words and looks very clever, but doesn't have an intuition, intuition, and therefore cannot serve God. And so what Jesus, what Jesus had was the ability to stand in front of a sick person and the sickness, the anxiety, the sins reeking from that person it, it, it intersects with what's coming from him. And so whatever the filth and dirt of, that, of your life, it, it goes over to him and he absorbs it and makes it go away. No suffering from that. And I experienced this in my own life, but didn't know what that was. And then I said to discover one day that I was doing that too. I didn't realize it. My whole life is be has begun from not reacting to anything because you can't have two masters. You react to one or the other. And so when you react to the earthy one, you are a, the extension of that in conflict with your human nature, which is intuition. Tuition as needed to unfold the story of your particular 
life. The purpose for your existence is different from the purpose for mine. Mine is what you hear me say. Yours is different. You may want to be a big, you just want to be a happy person, decent person, hardworking, and that's perfectly happy with what she's got. Or you could be a very rich person or a very, very poor person, but if you can have that quality, you can enjoy life no matter what. The person who has more can do more. The person who has, has, has less can do less, but still never mind. It's a little piece. And what you need to do is understand that every little moment is trials and tribulation for, if I can find another word for it, everything bad happens for good. It's necessary that you meet the, the, the trial and tribulations of the cruel ones around us and the ones that are, don't know they're cruel. They don't, have, don't see that they're cruel. They think they're doing the right thing to their children. They think when they're angry, they're, they're doing the right thing to, to, to discipline them. And all they do is screw them, see? And also love them too much and make them codependent. It's horrible. One, one, one becomes addicted to the mother and the other one runs away. And she runs after it or she holds on to the one she's got. But she's blood-sucking. The, 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 it's really blood-sucking, see? And so that is the anxiety. So you have to find what Jesus has. And he, when he, when he started, when he came onto this earth, he understood all the things. It's taken me a long, long time to understand, but still I got much more to go and beyond. There is a beyond, and there is the perfect life. And there must be the perfect life, but you have to become perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. You mean you may need to be the extension of him, not the extension of paradise lost. Don't look, Gentlemen, don't look to the women for love. You have to love the, love the hell out of them. Put down the fruit, Eve. There's always little things that women do that can't help themselves. They don't see it. And, but if you are one of a real Christian, that's what I a real Christian. If you're a real Christian, you see and understand what she needs. Put the fruit down, Eve. No, we can't afford buy that nice car. But, 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 no. That's it. And if she gets upset, there's the anger, hostility, and there it comes towards you, and it neutral, you neutralize it. You don't fight it. You neutralize it. And she loves that neutralization of the, 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 the paradise lost energy she is running on. I wonder if it is makes sense to you. No harm came to Jesus when he took the uh, the the sins of the people. There was no harm to him. He was given the power to dissolve them, and he would become a better person, a greater uh, a likeness of our Creator. You see that? So now do you understand that emotion is monkey language? 
If a monkey could speak, he would speak thus. But it cannot speak. So you are a fallen animal and becoming more degenerate the more you look for love and the purpose in the world. It's not in the world, it's him who made the world. And I know what it's like since a little boy, not knowing what it was. I had an intuition I could see, and people could not touch me. There was only one time I remember that it was. I remember my cousin Arnold. He's dead now. But I remember playing with him, and he said something really bad to me. And I said, I got a little a shock, a, a pain in my solar plexus. I said, what is that? He got to me there, but I, I, I question it. What made it me feel like something, a stone got inside me? It's like I was shot with a gun, so to speak. And when I question that, I, in a manner of speaking, looking back, I forgot it. But the fact that I questioned it and wanted to know was all that was needed. I can remember that one thing, and after that, nothing. There's no emotion, therefore I'm not captured by those who use emotion to extend the nature of paradise lost through all the generations. See? And so I say that what Jesus has, you can also have. As a matter of fact, it's important that you do before you die. Because if you don't find that, you will die not having lived. You can spend your whole life on drugs and alcohol and running from doctor to doctor who doesn't know what the root cause is. You have diabetes, and so instead of being sensible, instead of being upset and then being insensible, etc., etc., you start to eat more. And once you start eating more to feel good, that's all you're eating. You're not hungry. You, you, the food is going to, especially food, especially food is magical. It carries with it the pure misery and suffering of paradise lost. And it operates through the females into the men. And it's time for the men in this country. You have the, the, I have the right to stand up where in any other place, they, I don't know what they do to me. But I don't even know what they're going to do to me now. But the point is, I have to share it with you. I love this Jesus. I'm a Jewish person. But I love him as, a, as my rabbi, so to speak, to put it in simple terms. I get it. I get it that life is a story I can't write. You can't write. You can just see the moment coming, and you deal with it perfectly. You deal with the imperfect person perfectly, the imperfect person perfectly forever. And you, and this, the story will unfold. No anxiety, no fears, nothing. Freedom, that's what freedom is all about. Wake up, America. Wake up, America. Let me help you. Well, 
I have spent a great deal of time speaking to you about the magic of dropping your emotions. I know you feel better, you, that feelings feel good, but feeling is dependent upon the person who gives you the feeling, unless you can give yourself feeling, which I don't think you can. And so you've got to get somebody to help you to feel. And that could be feel good or to feel bad. And when you feel bad, then you're judging. Whoa. Well, we stop there for a minute. When you, you enjoy being angry, don't you? And then, you, then when you realize you're hurting other people when you don't mean to, you suppress it and you suppress it. And the a anger inside you gives you the idea that it makes you powerful and in, in not able to be imprinted. It's not true. The more you get upset, the more you upset people and do unto others what was done to you, it goes on. Do unto others what you should do unto them, as you would have them do unto you, I should say. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you, but they don't have that. Very few have it. There are a percentage of people, not the left at all, and, and, and not necessarily on the right, but on the right is, I think the word right and left is admirable because there are more chances on the right than there is on the left. On the right, you might get, get religion too much and too dangerously much, but nevertheless, it is the verses and chapters of the Bible. Even if you misuse it, it is makes you closer at least the possibility of understanding what I'm saying. But on the left is nothing. On the left is all dark. And you don't want to fall to that, do you? You don't want to fall to that. And what I'm telling you is be still and know. Go to my website, fhu.com, and support my program, will you? Program number is 8963. Just to go over, just a little bit, have you understand that emotion of good feeling is imprints itself in you so you become addicted to that which gives you the pleasure, the feeling. And that person controls you but you don't see it, you love that person. Secretly, though, as you become addicted to that, you begin to hate that person because you, you're really, really not living your own life. You are a servant of the person that flatters you. See? That's dangerous. But you still will, you can, the only thing you've got at that point is to go on giving yourself to them. 
to make let them feel, make you feel good, just like the pusher and the pushover cannot stop, and the pusher cannot stop giving it to you. See, and he loves giving it to you because he's taking your life away, and thinking he has more life is becoming more dirt, and there's no future for that person either. Do you see? But, we, but I am talking to you about you, not the pusher so much, but the, what you make into a pusher is your wife, sir. You make her the pusher. You make her, you, com you are compelled to, to love, to get her to love you and to give you feelings. And who better than a woman to give you feelings, to take what is natural and make it unnatural? Yes, what is natural can be made to be unnatural, can't it? And it looks like love, it isn't. It, it all comes to pieces at that point. In other words, the woman, as I said just before, she's a carrier. She doesn't know that. Uh, she is, she supports. It was Eve, unconsciously, being infected by a dark side of the force that caused her to do to Adam. You say, look, I didn't die. You see? And Adam looks and he says, hmm, that's interesting. And they have a little conversation and she wins unconsciously because she, not, she didn't have a direct relationship with God. Only man had that. And he, so there's an order. Is, and in, in the... the factor of the disorder of the whole human race is like this. It should be God, the Savior of man, who loves the hell out of women, and so that it doesn't have to pass on to the children, as it has been. Do you understand that? Now, since I started to speak this evening, I said to you, the emotions of pleasure will kill you. And the emotions of anger will kill you. And so you have a disease of that. I think there's a name of that disease where you get... Um, I can't remember the name of the disease. Or they call it disease anyway. One minute you're happy, 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 and then you get more unhappy for being happy because it's not working, and then you get angry because happiness doesn't work, so then you try being angry. And so there's a name they give to that, but maybe it's best not to give it a name. It's two of the worst energies ever. And the doctors will say, if you don't, if you take, if you stop taking the medicine, you will suffer. I say to you, the medicine will, as the cure is not the cure. It only relieves you with, of the pain. It makes you feel better. And so you become addicted to medicine and live longer, wronger. And it never stops. You wish you had never been born. 
All right. Uh, this program is going to continue always on radio if you can support my program. Support me. If I help you, if I'm the person that is able to do what I'm understanding, I'm doing, and you recognize it, and you believe it, because it makes sense. In other words, it makes sense because you have intuition. If you don't have intuition, it doesn't make sense. It becomes a threat. And then when it becomes a threat, it, you stay calm because the person who's threatening you is trying hard to upset you, which cannot be possible. And the more he tries or she tries to upset you, the more upset they get in order to upset you. They have to let it go. Let it go. And all they're doing is getting more angry. And they've got more to let go, and they can't let it go. And they die ten times quicker than you will. Because your, your life is different. And so you need trial and tribulation. Everything bad is not so bad. It has a purpose. What you call bad and trials and tribulations, whatever it may be, is a, per, is, a, is a chance. Every single time when that appears, it will appear when, you, appear when you least expect it and you don't look to expect it because there's something in you that sees a fraction of a second in front that you're not aware of. You're not aware of it, but it works for you. And you wonder, how am I going through life now? I'm not getting angry. I'm not getting upset. Where is this energy come from? I don't feel energy. I don't feel that I'm doing it. No, you're not doing anything at all. He's doing it. The Jesus was here, and he takes in all the sins and dissolves them in him with no harm done to him. And that's how you must be. You must be able to dissolve the emotions and the pressures of life. But it's a gift. And it comes naturally and without effort because it's a gift. Thank you. Support my program, please. Post Office Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon, 97528. You understand, all I want is if it works for you. And you go to my website and... and download free of charge seven minute meditation that's all seven minutes and it begins okay be still that's what I'm teaching you be still and you will know I am God that's what it says post office box 1000 grants pass Oregon 97528 and the phone number is 800-877-3227 and the and the place on the web is fhu.com, Foundation of Human Understanding. Thank you for your support. Only if it works, send something.